nah. Any chance for humanity's landing on who the next up? Hope we handed a mammal enough to work on the neck up. Those who handle and damage control our wishes the best luck. What's up, Joes, and welcome to episode 119 of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan and Rafael Chaidez back in the house. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. back. We are back. And we finally have a fight card to talk about. Woo! What's going on, my brother? Nothing much. Nothing much. We don't need, dude, there's so much news. We don't even have to talk about the fight card itself, the fights on it. No we can shit. just talk. We could have a whole episode just talking about the bullshit and the news that's come out leading the week leading into the fight. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we took we took Tuesday off. Let's uh let's catch up a little. How you been, brother? Uh pretty good, pretty good. Um recovering from uh my back really tightened up on me. I twisted my back like maybe three years ago, four years ago. Oh yeah. I know uh, that well being like some heavy shit. So every now, like I stretch it all the time. Every day I stretch it out, but and um, every so often I'll lay on the floor. I haven't been laying on the floor recently. I've been forgetting about it, like knocking out for a couple of hours. So fucking Sunday, I Saturday I felt it kind of tight. I fell asleep in my regular bed again. Sunday woke up and I was super crooked, leaning to the right, my left side all stiff. And you know your back compensates, so if part of it's stiff and you're leaning. Your whole like left side is all fucked up. Yeah. So I've been sleeping on the floor for like the past couple of days, like four days now. I've been sleeping on just the floor, just laying a blanket down, knocking out on the floor, and uh, damn brother, that's hardcore. Back to normal. Like after after day one, I was good, and then after day two, I was a lot better. I was, and it's just a little, it's a little tight, it's a little sore, but it's not like it was on Sunday. I was fucking crooked as shit on Sunday. Oh. I was like, looking for. Uh, that last piece of Thanos. I showed you my badass uh, build the figure Thanos. You sure did. That thing is fucking sick. Yeah, so I had a, <laughs> had about six different figures in order to build uh, the movie Thanos that's coming out right now. I just waited because they're going to release more of them. They're going to release the Legends, and they're releasing like older versions of Thanos that's, that are pretty cool too, but those are going for like 40 bucks because of scalpers. So I haven't been able to find that one, but that one's going to be added to my collection. But I got to add uh, Build-A-Figure Thanos to my collection, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, that thing's badass, dude. Yeah. That thing is so, sick. I can't wait to see it in person. Yeah, with the crooked-ass back, I still I was still searching for the leg. I Or for the left hand? The gauntlet hand? Yeah. But I had to find it online. I couldn't find it in any stores. At least you found it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, you said last week you were going to have it by... By the time we came back to record, so yeah, it's a pretty pretty sick figure. I've been opening figures recently. I'm gonna start opening more WWE figures. Yeah, man, I've watched so some of those unboxing. They're cool. Yeah, people should check that out if they like unboxing uh, videos. Right now, it's been strictly Marvel, but I'm good. I'm going to do more WWE things. I just haven't found any that I either want to open or buy duplicates of. Like if I find another Eddie Guerrero with the Cruiserweight Championship, I'm mm-hmm. buying them and I'm doing unboxing for that one. Nice, but. He, He's chilling right behind me. I I don't want to open them right now. Like I have one that's in mint condition. Yeah, don't fuck with those. Yeah, I'm not I'm not fucking with that one. If I find a second one, I'll buy him and I'll open him up. But even online, he's like fifty bucks right now, and um, he just came out, so I'll, I'll be waiting for that one. Maybe that Kevin Nash. I have a Kevin Nash 
with the Intercontinental or Diesel with the Intercontinental title. So if I find a second one of that, I'm definitely going to open that one and do an unboxing. I want to get the ring just so I have the ring so I could just start posing them in there because open figures are just going to start accumulating. Right. Yeah. Right. Speaking of fucking Kevin Nash and WWE, brother. Oh, you got a title? Talk, talking to the champion right here, brother. WrestleMania 34. And let me tell you something, brother. Look at you. Uh, I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're tuning into WrestleMania 34, but I'm actually really excited for this WrestleMania. I, I actually I'm gonna restart my subscription to the to the network for the month. Dude, if it's if it's only for WrestleMania, I would suggest just doing it because it's de- it's definitely gonna be worth it. It's one of the best WrestleMania cards I would say of all time, just because of how stacked it is. It's got so many badass superstars, and it seems like this year. They got some of the matches right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tune in. I might as well. I mean, especially if they're gonna give me a free month or whatever, I'll fucking do it. Yeah. Um, Dude, and, and I want Nakamura versus AJ. That's Styles the only too. thing. That's the only thing I really I'm mean, really excited about. I don't give a fuck about Brock and Roman. I don't care about that match. I already know. Well, Brock's definitely dropping the title. Yeah, they're dropping the title. We'll, we'll, we'll save it. Save it. That's for the news. Oh yeah, right, 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 right. right. And uh, let's see. Charlotte versus Asuka is going to be good. So we get See, Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. You, you, I mean, I believe you when you say that. I don't. I've never watched Charlotte Flair or Asuka wrestle, so I know nothing about them. And I really yeah. don't know. I, I don't even think I've ever watched a Shinsuke match. Yeah. Um. I've just watched his intro, and I think that's pretty fucking cool. And I know well, he, Shinsuke. He's ex MMA fighter, right? No. Yeah, he's he's lost to a Gracie. Really. Did he fight in yeah, Pride? He, yeah, he fought in Pride and he won a couple matches. I'm sure. I've and seen then he, him, he he went back to WWE. Or he went back to New Japan and then eventually made it to, to WWE. But he was a super. Yeah, he was a superstar in New Japan. Yeah, yeah. Superstar. I just now. I've just never here. seen never seen any of his matches. But I mean, I, it, I think I think you like his his move set. It's been dull. It's been dumbed down in WWE as of recent. Right. But they because always I don't do think, that to New Japan guys. Yeah, and I don't think they know how to work with him too much. There's a lot of guys that they're bringing up from the indie shows that aren't necessarily WWE homegrown talent. So they're coming in with that move set that they can work with uh, Nakamura because he uses a lot of kicks, a lot of knees, a lot of MMA stuff, a lot of fake punches to where it looks like he's he's using combos, <laughs> but they're not really landing. Right. He likes using stuff like that <laughs> with. Uh, like suplexes and slams, so they call it kind of a strong style because it looks like he's hitting them hard. Yeah, I've heard the punches and strikes I've instead of just chops to the chest. <laughs> I've heard about his his um his style being you know the Japanese yeah. strong style, and obviously I know about the British strong style because of watching. Kinshasa! He does like a running knee. That's like his finisher. Like okay. he runs from the corner and like flies at him with his knee and hits him in the head. He, he's definitely wearing pads under his under his. Uh, his pants or pants, I mean, but yeah, yeah, but uh, which allows them to actually kick each other because ah. you know they're wearing pads, so they're actually like you know, not a hundred percent, but they're still throwing like Muay Thai kicks and um, and shit like that and hitting each other with knees. So I, I like his style, they just haven't let him loose too much in uh, WWE and NXT, they, they did let him a little bit, but once since they brought him up, people have been like, why is this guy so popular? But it's because they, they haven't unleashed them, right? Hopefully, we can. See it at WrestleMania. I think they're gonna get it. I think we're gonna. I mean, AJ can work fucking great with anybody. People were like, "Oh, Roman Reigns sucks." They put him with AJ, and they're like, "Oh shit!" They're like, 
Cena only has five moves, the five moves of death, and they put him with AJ, and they're like, oh, damn, that was that was probably like match of the year. AJ is like a like, he's like a Randy or a, not a Randy Orton, but a, a Randy Savage or a Ricky Steamboat kind of guy where he can even even Ric Flair for the most part, except for when he faced Hogan, um, that they can they can accentuate the things that you do good and disguise your weaknesses enough with their style and how good they are that mm-hmm. nobody so, really notices. Damn, I've never really heard her put that way, but it's the, that's exactly what the selling is. I'm going to sell what you're good at. Yeah. And that's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put you over. I'm going to sell what you the shit that you're good at. I mean, that's what that's what I loved about Macho Man and and Ricky Steamboat and like and guys like that. Those I like using like chemistry a lot. Yeah, like, AJ has really good chemistry with a lot of people because his style is so adaptable. Like, and because he's a he's a medium sized guy mm-hmm. and he's kind of strong, so you know, he 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 just avoids the moves that he can't do. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you go for moves that you shouldn't be able to do? Punk was like that. Like. Punk was really good at doing that kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. Punk had yeah, a good Punk was kind of one of the first guys that was bringing it into WWE yeah. that I could remember. I mean, that I, they were like, since like the the eighties with Mach and and Ricky, for sure. Yeah, you know what's funny? So like, there's this guy Hideo Tommy, super big in New Japan. Okay, and then they brought him over to NXT, and uh, he got injured. They were trying to push him, got injured. He got trying to push him again, got injured, and it, and, it, and it never really hit for him. And to me, I never really caught the, like, I'm like, why why do people really like this guy? And I would watch him wrestle and stuff like that, and I liked it. But I was like, it was kind of bland. He really didn't have a character. It was just some some Japanese guy that they brought over, Hideo Tommy, that that was really good. And then my brother was like, the reason you don't like him is because you've seen his moveset on everyone that's famous now. They're like, you're seeing it super to the extreme with Shinsuke, but you saw Punk bring it over. Like, even his uh, go-to-sleep is Hideo Tommy's move. Like oh. that that like, the go to they both share the same finisher. They both uh share a lot of the same setups. Hmm. And um it was stuff that was taken from the indies and New Japan that they kind of adapted from that I saw from other people that I didn't see from Hideo. So Hideo coming over to the American crowd yeah. and getting injured kind of really 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 hurt him. So he had to kind of turn into a heel and start demanding respect, which is kind of actually getting him the respect that he needs because he is a wrestler, and now it's kind of given him a character to get behind. Right. So it's kind of interesting to see that, how, like, the adaptation that some of these wrestlers have to go through. And if your style is taken, you're fucked, even though if you're the, the innovator of it. Right. <clears throat> yeah. No, yeah, I, I'm super excited for this card, dude. <clears throat> I think, yeah, like I said, I got nothing to do on Sunday, so might as well. I was more excited for 223. I think I'm more excited for WrestleMania now, just because of the Tony dropout, even though we still have a good card. but <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get we'll get into all that fun stuff. All that fun stuff. All that fun stuff. So, uh, are you excited to see Ronda? Uh, I don't know. Not really. Um, it's interesting to to me to see how how butthurt Ariel is still. I don't know if you've heard him. Like he, he he's like, why is like he's still caught up on the fact that Ronda, you know, didn't want to talk about any of her losses, and she was like all sentimental about her losses, and she was being a dick to the media. And I get it; that's his job. But she didn't owe anything to anybody. She could, she did what she did. All right, cool. You don't want to talk to anyone. You don't. You don't owe me anything. Right. I bought the pay per view. 
I want to see fights. That's on me. You don't know me shit. Right. But, like, he still kind of holds something against her because he's media, and she's kind of never given them a chance. When when she said that's it, that was it. And he kind of hope Because now, like, he was talking to Joanna, and he kept, he kept on trying to bring up the fact of Ronda. Like, did you talk to Ronda about her losses? And, like, do you see her now with the media, how she's acting? She's like, yo, she seems happy. It's just they're, they're poking. Joanna was like, they're just poking with stupid questions. They should, you know, she's in WWE now. She's doing what she's wants to do she looks super happy i haven't seen her happy like this in years just let her do what she wants to do it seems it, it's just funny to see how ariel's kind of still hung up on on ronda not really wanting to fuck with the media after she got fucked up right yeah well i'm i'm around i'm around the fan i am too like i i you know all that outside the you know outside the the octagon shit whatever uh I'm 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 in a podcast. I'll talk about it now. But before, I would just avoid it. But it's kind of unavoidable, though. Like we'll get into it again, right? Now. We're, we're, we're gonna get into the un- unavoidableness. Like I, I rather it not happen. But I think a lot of media guys and a lot of podcasters kind of take advantage of the fact that this stupid shit happens, and then they they oh this is oh, this is you know this shouldn't be happening. But like why are you even reporting to it? You're bringing attention to it. I know. I'm the same whatever. dude. I'm the same way though. <laughs> I'm the same way. I am. I, I'd rather not even. A lot of times, rather not even bring more attention to it. Like, but we have to. We have to talk about shit because otherwise, we're doing a disservice of what we do. But I'd rather not yeah. because I'm. It, at you know what point, I made a compromise with? I made a compromise with. I'm not going to be the guy that's trying to get it out there first because what exactly. is that really, like? Like, what does that really gain? I'll give you my opinion on it, and I'll try to get it within the week. But like. I'll give you my opinion on it. If you want to hear my opinion, I'd rather you hear my opinion and what I think about it. I'd rather you want to hear that than, oh, he's the first one that got the news out. Like, what the fuck does that matter? Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing a fucking link from somebody else. Right. I'm done trying to be the guy that breaks stories. Like, I don't. I mean, never. Not that I ever really was, but you know, like the first, the the first podcast that I saw put it out or whatever. Like, I don't. I don't fucking care. And half the time. Even though I have to give an opinion on some of this shit, I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care that Ariel Hawani's butthurt about Ronda Rousey. Like, I mean, I yeah. do. Quit being a little bitch, dude. Who cares? Like, fucking but, let it but go. you know what's happening now? It's kind of working in her favor because they're using it. And she's kind of, I think, I think she's over it due to the fact that they're using it in the storyline. Stephanie called her out on it. Well, and now she's kayfabe in it. But, but. When when she has to talk about it in an interview, she's still not good with it because yeah, no. and, I, and I don't mean like interviews like on uh, cutting a promo or something. I mean like she had to do the rounds. She was on a bunch of ESPN stuff uh, earlier last last week. She was on Golik and Wingo and Stephen A and Max <laughs> Kellerman's show or something like that, and. She got super awkward and <laughs> shitty with Golik when he brought up um, her losses and, yep. like, is she ever going to go back? And got kind of shitty with Max Kellerman when Kellerman's, like, defended her. So she's still super sensitive about it. Yeah. And it's like Eric uh, Eric Holkren said the, uh, said multiple times uh, that on the, on the way of the word that they should just fucking turn her heel. After yeah. WrestleMania, turn her heel yeah. because it's way it's easier. It's super awkward. It's yeah, it's super, super awkward. awkward. Seeing her come out there, 
I, look, she's gonna get the crowd reaction no matter what. Even if she turns heel, she's gonna get a she's gonna get a pop from the crowd no right. matter what. They're gonna cheer for her. She's fucking Ronda Rousey, right? But when she comes out there and she has that awkward smile because she doesn't know what to do, and <clears throat> you know what, just turn her heel that way because I think it's her acting. To be honest, she yeah, she's terrible. I I don't know. I, I watch Raw and I watch SmackDown every week. She got put through a table this week by Stephanie. Even the setup was kind of choppy, but I'll give it to him. She's new. But, like, her on the floor trying to sell, like, pain yet anger, it was like a combination of both. It's like, hey, lady, stick to one, all right, bitch? Like, either you're going to fucking <laughs> act like you're in pain or, like, I, I, I would say stick to the pain. You just got put through the table. I know you're angry, but that comes after the pain. Right. After you get over the pain, then you're angry. But no, she was kind of just on the floor, like holding her ribs, pain, and then looking angrily at Stephanie. Pain, and then angrily at Stephanie. And I was like, this is horrible. Like, And I want to give her the benefit of the doubt because I'm a Ronda Rousey fan. Right. But it's kind of, I thought the storyline was going to work a lot better for her in terms of they weren't going to rush her in right away. They were going to have a match at WrestleMania where she tags with Kurt. She faces Steph and Triple H. You know, it doesn't do anything yet for the main roster. And right now, right after WrestleMania, they're going to do a roster split. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have the perfect opportunity to be, be able to build Ronda how you want her from the top up. But she's going to have to change her fucking acting, to be honest. She's going to win the crowd over 100%. They're going to they're gonna have to do something. Her selling... Her acting is going to have to change because that awkward smiling and that pain slash anger while you're on the floor, it's got to be one or the other, not both. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I want, I, I, I'm rooting for her. Uh, I'm going to watch. I mean, like I said, I'm going to watch. So. WrestleMania. Um, fuck. What the hell is happening? Oh, <laughs> so last Friday, I think I talked about it on the show Thursday that I was going to see some friends of mine Friday night play and stuff, and I got fucking drunk, and somehow my drummer who was there and I drunkenly agreed to drive two hours or an hour and a half Saturday to go play a house party. All right. <laughs> I woke up Saturday morning like, what the fuck did I just do? Hung over a shit. Yeah, it's got to suck. It was, it did. Well, it wasn't bad by the time we, I mean, it got better by the time we got there. But like all day, yeah. I was just miserable. I didn't want to go. But then the drive. It was raining. Over, yeah, good. it was raining. I had to walk back to my truck in the rain Saturday to get my truck. Like, just, just wasn't feeling it. But we went, we had a good time. It was fucking cool and shit. It was a good weekend. And then we got to Monday. And then I on Tuesday I went to work and decided I'm going to quit my job. Fuck this. Because I mean I've been I've been fucking complaining about it for a while about how horrible and how much I hate my job and shit like that and how much I'm not ready for the summer to come. Well, we were so desperate to get summer help that they were going to hire back a guy that they fired his first week he worked for a couple of months and then quit just walked out in the middle of the day which i was all right with them hiring him back like i wasn't that i was like whatever we need people but then i found out on monday night when he after he no call no showed 
<laughs> that they were going to hire him back for just under what they're paying me. <coughs> bullshit. Bullshit. I've been there for a year and a half. Michigan number one bullshit. Number one bullshit. So oh, I'm sorry, number two behind Michigan. Didn't they lose? Yeah, they did lose. Villanova. Loyola lost, but fuck them. They're not even my school, bro. <laughs> Michigan's Michigan's not my school, so it's okay. Nah, I, was, I, was, I was rooting for Loyola this a couple weeks ago. I so, like, they're not even your school, bro. So, I, yeah, well, I was rooting for Loyola, too. So I wanted them to beat Michigan. Yeah. Nah, but fuck them, bro. Yeah, how, man. Yeah. How they going to do you 30 like that? That's what I'm saying. So I, I was at work Tuesday just super pissed off and, like, I call. I texted my dad because generally before I make any major life decision, I, I bounce bounce it off my old man because I trust his opinion more than I trust anybody else's. <coughs> so I told him what was going on, and I was like, "Look, you know, I'm not gonna. I, I, I'm I'm done. I can't do it here anymore. I can't fake it until I find another job. I got to get the fuck out of here for my own sanity." I got some money. I got I got paid. I got paychecks coming up. I got my taxes. Like I'll be okay, and I'll have a new job in a couple of weeks. It won't take me very long. I got to get the fuck out of here. And he was just like, "Yep, fuck that shit." He's like, "Give him, give him notice." He's like, fin- "Don't quit today." He's like, "Give him notice. Finish out the week, then you can walk out with your conscience saying that you did the right thing by giving him notice and finishing it out, and then they can go fuck themselves." So yeah, hung up the phone with my old man, called my boss into my trailer, said, I'm done, told him why. He understood because he was like, that's fucking bullshit. It's, it's bullshit. Yeah. Like, and, I, and the thing is, is like up until that point, like I didn't even it wasn't even like I wanted a raise or anything like that. But to find out that they're going to bring somebody back who wasn't as even nearly as good at this job as I am, hasn't been here as long as I have. Took off when took he off. had the post. Right, took off. I've imagine st- imagine if he was guarding the wall and then the White Watchers got through. Right. Him. And like Thunder, we're and then you guys died. We're a pretty small company, right? It was horrible man. Like my department like the 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 prep department and stuff we have there's like five guys. There's five techs. Like that, at most, we've had five techs in the in the time I've been there. And in the year and a half, I have seen no less than fifteen people come through that place. And that's not even counting a couple of people that are still there. That's just people that have came and went, like they got fired or quit or whatever. 15 motherfuckers just in a five-man crew. And I'm the only one still that was still standing. Like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm only worth 50 cents more than that guy. And I'm, I'm, and I'm one of the, I have, like, the best numbers, one of the highest producers. Like, like shit, like, I don't, I deserve to get paid. So fuck that. So yeah. I'm out. Tomorrow's my last fucking day, and I couldn't be fucking happier about it. Because I hate my job. Congratulations, bro. Thanks, man. Thank you. I'm uh, very happy that it's going to be over soon because I'm tired of being miserable. Because it's never really, it's not even really about money for me. Like, I mean, it is obviously I need money to pay my bills and shit, but as long as I don't need an exorbitant amount of money, 
as long as I, my bills are paid and I got some money to do some cool shit when I want to do cool shit, I'm happy. Yeah. But it's about respect. Yeah. Like, if I was worthless and I didn't do shit around there, sure, I get it. But I know better. I know what I do and what I produce. Yeah, dude, you got to know your worth sometimes. Oh, yeah, I definitely know my worth. Like you said a few weeks on the show, a few weeks ago on the show, know your worth and don't get fucked. Yeah. And I'm done getting fucked. Mm-hmm. My bo- my big boss hasn't talked. Well, he, today was the first time in two days he said anything to me since I put in my notice. What did he tell you? Nothing. All he said to me was good morning. That was it? That's it. That's it. What an asshole. And that's the thing is like, He's got nothing to be pissed at me about. He's the one that fucked me, and I'm still, like, willing and trying to be cool with him. Because we had a good relationship. But, nah, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. So I just did a celebratory dab. Yeah, fuck yeah. Woo! So I'm going to fucking put some job applications in and also just kind of enjoy a little bit of relaxation time. Go for some hikes and fucking I'm going to... Do some recording, try to record a couple songs Monday. Go out, get some, go out in nature and get some hikes when it gets a little bit warmer. That's what's up. Yeah, I dude. need to get my ass to the park because I'm getting fat as fuck. So am I. Maybe that's why my back got all fucked up. It's like my body telling me, like, "Hey, what, what, what's going on here? Are you just getting fat for no reason and doing nothing? Like, let's <laughs> let's get moving." So I I need to start running at the park so I can get my stretch on and I need to get my jump rope on and start hitting pads with my nephew. Keep saying it, but right, well, it's cold as fuck too, dude. Yeah, we just had fuck fucking fourteenth yeah. winter. What's going on? I don't know, bro. I woke up to a couple inches of snow the other day. Is winter really still coming? I don't know. I stopped watching Game of Thrones. The season's over. I'm done with season seven. What's going on? But yeah, no, like I just looked out the window a little bit ago. It was a uh, it's not collecting, but it's it's snowing. Is it snowing there? A little. It's not collecting on the floor. It's melting as soon as it hits the floor. But yeah, it's snowing. See, I don't think it's snowing here, but it did the other day. Yeah, it did. Like I woke up in the morning to the car. Like I'm in the garage, so I'm good. But I looked out my window and like and there was a little sheet of snow on everyone's cars. Yeah, fuck winter. So April. What do you mean? I know. I know. Spring. Right. Fuck right. Spring. What's spring? What's spring? It's fall spring. Uh, it's fall spring. Uh, so we should probably... Uh, let's dive into the shit that happened before today. Head first? Head first. And then we'll get into today. And then we'll get into the card. All right. So... Yeah, so catch everyone up. <laughs> first of all, um, Ryan was supposed to be with us today. Uh, but he, he, he couldn't make it. Um, I mean, the reason we didn't record on Tuesday was, well, besides the fact that I was just not in the mood, pissed off after all that work bullshit, uh, I was trying to save my anger up for tonight so I could unleash it on Ryan. I totally forgot about that. Because, um, as if anybody, for anybody that has been listening for a while, they, they know about the DDT. Uh, for for the new listeners who haven't listened before with Ryan, Mr. Dempsey has this wonderful ability we like to call the Dempsey Death Touch. 
and it came in threes this time. It always comes, dude. Dempsey has cost us more. I think he cost us Habib and Tony once before. I could see it. He's he's put the Dempsey death touch on so many fights. I I'm changing his name from uh, Flying Ryan to he is now Ryan the Fight Killer Dempsey. Yeah, I was. I would have gone with Gypsy. With Gypsy. Gypsy. <laughs> yeah, the Gypsy. You know they got all that weird witchcraft shit. He's just Probably, the, he, he cursed it with his gypsy magic. He bro. cursed it. He cursed it with his Canadian magic. It's the <laughs> it's the Dempsey death touch, man. It's the yeah. curse. He's so once again the DDT rears its ugly head because Ryan likes to poke the bear and make little jokes about fucking fights ending like he did with just a week ago. Hey, remember when he was like, well, I w- I wasn't even there. I didn't even get the message. But remember when he told you he's like, "Hey, what if what if Luke died?" Yeah, <laughs> and then Luke died. Yeah, when he when he ruined Star Wars for me, and yeah, oh, yeah he sent me a, he sent me a, a, enjoy <laughs> oh, Star Wars and and Luke. No, he didn't even say what if. He said Luke's gonna die. Dude, I've never banned anybody. People have called me a fat piece of shit. That I, I they've called me so many things on on YouTube. I never banned anyone. Some guy. Fucking ruined uh, Star Wars for me. I banned them right on the spot. Fuck yeah. Frankie didn't even know it had happened. He didn't even know the guy had ruined it. He, I was I was podcasting at the time, and the guy dropped into the fucking chat room while I was fight companioning live, and yeah. he fucking said it. I read it. I deleted it, and then I banned them. And like I was like, I was distracted. I remember I that episode. And, I was, and then Frankie, like, like five minutes later, is like, hey, dude, are you all right? And I'm like, dude, fucking someone ruined Star Wars for me. I'm like, I was trying to not say anything, I'm like, but I can't. I'm like, this guy just fucking just yeah, gave me the fucking hate. So Yeah, I remember that Ryan fight companion. Yeah. yeah, dude. Ryan did it to me just before I went to go see it, too. And he didn't even know that's the thing. Like, his was yeah. completely inadvertent. But he, he made some kind of comment about DDT in this fight. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was like on John or on our uh, listener, John Davis's something on, on one of his posts or something. I don't remember. It was uh, Keenan Keenan Peel or Jordan Peel, uh, sweating bullets because. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Beeb Tony fight. That's right. It was on. It was on a meme that he posted, and Ryan made mention of the DDT. And sure yeah. shit, Sunday, fucking April Fool's Day, Tony goddamn blows his knee out. Dude, did you believe it? Yeah. Like right away. I waited till the next day to believe anything. I just, I, I, I was like, nah, man. No, because I mean, it wasn't I, long. I, I, it wasn't it long after believe. after it came out that it was confirmed. So yeah, I saw air closing out. I just didn't want to believe it, and I'm just like, whatever. Oh I'm no! Well, did it. you see? Because Ryan, did you see the the screenshot that I posted in that message between you, me, and Ryan, where Ryan, Ryan, like Ryan was like bringing up the DDT, and he was just like, oh my god, I, I fucking ruined yeah, it. Yeah. And I and I sent the screenshot. It was it be right as he was sending that message. I was writing to him, like about ready to tear into his ass. I was so pissed. I was so fucking pissed. I was like, you. I was like, all right. I'm not gonna yell at you or no, because I I knew he hadn't seen it yet, and I was trying to get it to him before he saw it. And I was like, look, I know you didn't do this on purpose, but you fucking killed another fight. <laughs> and as I'm typing it out, ping. So I sent Dude. that screenshot. I was just like, oh. So Dempsey, once again, killed another fight. Um, 
this is the fourth time now, starting all the way back to 2014, that this fight was supposed to happen. And you know what? I'm, I, I don't want to hear any more fucking Habib is scared. I don't want to hear any more fucking Team Tiramisu. I don't want to hear anything out of Tony as far as about Habib pulling out of fights. Because, motherfucker, you have pulled out of the same number of fights with this guy as he has with you. Tony's pulled out twice. Habib has pulled out twice. 2014. No, I'm sorry. 2015. Habib pulled out with a rib injury. 2016. Tony pulled out with the lung blood in the lungs. And then that's when he fought Daryl Horcher. 2017. Habib pulled out with the weight issues. And now Tony blew his knee out. Mm-hmm. So, I don't want to hear shit from you, Tony. So when when this initially happened, they said that they stripped Tony. Yep, they did strip Tony, didn't they? Well, we'll get to that, I guess. Yeah, we'll they, bring... they well they stripped Tony. They stripped no. Tony, and this no, fight's gonna not... be. He's not stripped anymore. What? I didn't even see that. That's bullshit. Due to the events of today. Papa Dana cleared up his comments on what he what he said about stripping Tony. <laughs> what? Why would okay? Why the fuck would Tony's interim belt even matter if this is supposed to be for the the lightweight title? If they're stripping well, Connor, who's the well, champion? You, you remember um, uh, Whitaker was interim, so they moved him up to champ. I knew champ this was gonna. DSP dropped it. I knew this was gonna fucking happen because Eddie Bravo was bitching and crying about that shit on fucking well, well, Joe. Here's the thing: it, it this wasn't gonna happen until Connor did this shit. Well, we can get into this right, like the news that happened today. This, I don't. I think what had happened was, I think initially Dana's like he stripped. That's the end of that. We don't need to talk about that shit anymore. And I think today, with what happened, they asked. He, he clarified it because I read it today. That <coughs> he clarified his statement on Tony being stripped, and I don't think Tony stripped anymore. So we're gonna get a lightweight championship fight, and then Tony's still gonna have a fucking interim title. What is the goddamn yes. point? He he gets to face whoever. Why? Whoever wins. Why? You don't want you don't want to see Khabib Tony anymore, right? I don't care. I, I do. I want to see it. Even you can still make the fight without the fucking belt. Why does he get to yeah. keep a fake belt when this is for the fucking real title? Because they're stripping the real champion. What the fuck? This is so fucking stupid with all these fake belts. It's bad enough we're about to get another fucking fake belt. With Dos Anjos and fucking Kobe Queefington. That one to me is a little bit less un- undeserved. We don't need Khabib and Max Holloway to have the belt. We don't need Tony to keep an interim belt when this is going to be for the title. I say just make Tony the champion. Or is this not? Are, this are they gets. taking? Are they not making this for the? T- yeah, it's for the lightweight title. So why the fuck do we need an interim champion? We don't. We don't need an interim champion. There's no need for it. I don't care if Tony and Habib happens. That's fine. Make the fight. But it yeah. doesn't need to be for the Tony. Tony doesn't need to keep an interim title belt. If he well, was, It's kind of unfair if they just strip him, though. Is it? It's a, fa- yeah. it's a fucking fake belt. If to they, him, it's not. It doesn't matter to him, it's paid. not. It, He's getting paid. You should have fucking not tripped over the goddamn wire. 
Look, it would be one thing if Tony was the legitimate champion. If Tony was the undisputed, if he was the undisputed champion, and then he got hurt, and they made this fight for the interim title, sure, whatever. I get, I get what you're saying, Fine. Jeff, but we haven't had a champion in 500 and something days. To me, he is the official champion. They could put intern or whatever. We haven't had a champion in place. We haven't had a championship fight in that division since Tony and uh, my uh, Lee. What was his fucking first name? Kevin. Kevin Lee, yeah. We haven't had a championship fight since that fight. Okay, but the the champion, regardless if he was defending the belt or not, that's on the UFC for not stripping him. They left him as champion and made Tony the fucking interim champion. It's a fake championship belt, so who the fuck cares if he has it? I mean, yes, I get it's more money for him, but that's, that's whatever. That shit happens, bro. Shit happens, and this is not just because it's my my dislike of Tony Ferguson as a person and his personality. I respect him as a fighter. I think he's a good fighter, but I don't I don't understand the point of keeping an interim champion. And I would feel the same way if this was in any fucking weight class. I get your point, but I would say make because it's Tony, he, I would say make Tony the champion like they did with Whitaker. But, but the thing, but the difference is with Whitaker and and Tony. GSP relinquished the belt. They stripped him. He gave it up. So they promoted Whitaker from the interim champ to the champ. He he fought and he got promoted. They did not. Tony was not going to become the immediately become the champ. The belt. The fight was for the championship. Connor mm-hmm. was going to get stripped as soon as the bell rung. Tony didn't make it to the fight. That's on but, him. But the reason that it wasn't stripped beforehand and he wasn't made the champion was because they didn't want to risk this fight not coming to fruition again and then not having a champion at all. That, that That's on the UFC. Because if Habib didn't make the fight, if Habib didn't but, make the fight, but, Tony's still the interim champ if he would have made but it. why fuck Tony over if it's on the UFC? It's like they've been they've been protecting their ass and their, and their company and Tony's been on an 11-fight win streak and then because they made mistakes, you're just going to be like, hey, fuck you, Tony, no belt. It, no, I think you make Tony the champion champion of 155, and if you want, you either make this a 155-pound contender fight, which Max wouldn't have gone for. He wouldn't have taken the fight if it would have been a contender fight. It, it would have had to been for an intern belt, and instead they're going to make it for the belt belt. And instead, it, see, it's because it's, it's, it's a whole fucking thing because the UFC tried to fucking protect their ass by giving Conor all this fucking power. And I love I love Conor McGregor, but I hate all this fucking outside bullshit because... I don't agree with it either, but but it, it doesn't matter. Why why does he get to bitch and cry about it? Because it's, it's happened to other champions. Other people have been stripped of interim titles. Have they? I think. I don't think. I don't think anyone's ever been stripped of the title. Maybe Tito? But that was that that was because he was champion champion, right? And he left, right? Well Frank got title. Frank got <laughs> Well, they made the interim. Well, yeah, Frank got injured and he was out for a while. So they're like, We need a champion, so they just they But just I stripped. feel I, I wanna say there was this had somebody else was an interim champ. I, I and then they Tito, got injured. I think Tito was stripped of the belt. Well, belt. yeah, Tito but I'm not I I don't count Tito. I'm not talking about leaving. Yeah. I'm talking about somebody that was an interim champ and got hurt. Maybe I'm wrong, but I swear that I I, I no I I I think you're wrong, Jeff. Because I, I think could the only be. person that's the interim I, champ 
and injured was Whitaker, and they promoted him because that the GSP vacated the belt. I don't know. I, I if I were doing things, I would make Tony the champion, strip Connor. But see, it, it's crazy because this is all before today, which gets even trickier because they stripped Tony, and now he's not stripped. If 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 what I read was right, now he's not stripped. And and I and I'm thinking it's in correlation of what happened with today. Where did you where did you see that at? I I was reading on Twitter. I should have fucking retweeted it. Cause yeah, cause I've that would have well, been. Well, I, I didn't was, and I didn't watch the the Dana video, so I don't. See, I I watched the the MMA beat. It might have been on there, but I should have retweeted it. I retweeted a bunch of stuff, but not that. Let's see. No. Um, let me see. No, I didn't retweet that. Fuck. I'm gonna start retweeting everything now. I, I need I need to get off of Facebook so much and get on Twitter. Yeah, I don't I don't spend nearly enough time on Twitter, and I should. It, it's just a whole tricky situation because I think the the UFC was gonna be like, hey, fuck you, Tony. You got hurt. We're stripping you. This one's for the real belt. Because they're both good and they're going to go through, and we're just going to strip Connor, and we have a match set up anyway because they want to see Connor, even if he doesn't have a belt. But he has, he can, he has, stay, he has claim to the, to the throne of 155 because you know, he was champion. But ah, it's so fucked up just because they've babied Connor and they've given, they've given him so much power yeah. that uh, Max Holloway so. We haven't even talked about Max Holloway. No, we like haven't. Max, we haven't even yeah. gotten to that point yet. I mean, we haven't even really talked about what happened today. But yeah, so Tony trips, fucks up his knee. He he's not cleared. Tuesday, Habib and his crew fucking try to punk out Artem Lobov in the hotel lobby. Do you know exactly what happened with that story? I I was gonna go look back into it, like to see if they know what. Khabib actually said what he did. What, there were, but, I guess, from what I've gathered, because I haven't really done, I, I, I tried to just not really, I didn't really pay attention to that much because I was just like, whatever, that that was just a dust up, not thinking it was going to fucking lead to this. But Khabib and some of his guys or whatever, Artem was by himself in the hotel lobby and they all fucking confronted him and kind of tried to punk him out apparently. And, I don't know, they started yelling shit at each other in Russian. And, fuck, uh, Artem wouldn't back down. I I saw a picture of uh, Connor grabbing very aggressively Artem behind the neck. Like, if someone has me behind the neck like that, I'm, 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 I'm a shrug out. I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't be comfortable at all. Like. And, and it, Connor, or not Connor, Habib seemed very angry. And it was during that confrontation, I guess. I don't know. But so he punked him. He pretty much punked him. He Try, had his whole team there. Tried to punk and, him, yeah. And, and so uh, that's what that's what kind of led to, or was, was like what led to today, supposedly. And yeah. so they were... Their their whole crew was fucking coming in to try to get at Habib and get a little get a little revenge. 
Yeah, so people were kind of wondering how Connor, you know, so Connor's not on the card. He's not weighing in. He shouldn't be there at all. And people are wondering why he's there. Well, it wasn't even weighing. It was just it was just media media day. day. So apparently the Mac life let him in because they have press. You know how they're a big press thing now. The Mac life let him in. Not anymore. So I want yeah I want to see what happens with that because there's gonna be some shit with that. Oh, they're gonna lose their media day credentials for sure. Yeah, this is this is horrible. So Connor gets in there with I think they said fifteen of his guys, right? There's him and fifteen of his guys, including uh, Artem. I haven't seen it. None of the, this story doesn't doesn't list a number or anything. How many? Okay, there was there was about fifteen guys of Connor's. So Connor gets into the Barclays Center and makes his way towards the dock area or the loading area for where the vehicles are and shit. And they have the red corner bus and I guess the blue corner bus. And he targets the red corner bus, which is where Habib and all the red corner people are, all the champions and whatnot. And he grabs a dolly. Yeah, oh yeah, he grabbed I saw I saw the video yeah. of yeah. I saw the video of the shit inside the parking garage uh-huh. i didn't see there's a video i'm watching right now of them like getting storming through the media day and getting in an elevator to go to the parking garage okay yeah i, I saw that one is that i didn't know if that was before or after so, yeah, so before yeah. i believe okay, so he so he gets in the elevator and like people are trying to follow him and shit yeah there's a shitload of people in the elevator yeah. with him including d yeah so he he grabs the dolly which in spanish we call it diablito the little devil i don't know why but uh, and then... he grabs it, tosses it through the front window, which almost seems like it's the driver's side window, but I think it's right behind the driver. It, it was right behind well, the driver. Well, first he tried to throw uh, a fence, right? Yeah, he tried to throw the, the bull gate. The guardrail. The, the, cattle, the cattle gate, because I'm watching yeah. uh, Felice Herrig's Instagram right now. And, oh, that, and, then, and then that's when he got the dolly. What? No, I've seen this. Okay. I'm just, I'm, I've got an article open. It's right in front of me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just watching it to kind of yeah, rely on myself. Dude, he, he bust the fuck out of oh, the window. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Apparently, what that's what hit Kiesa, wasn't it? Yeah, Kiesa got hit in the face, and he got some cuts. Well, I don't know if it was the actual dolly or it was the glass. The glass, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. When the so dolly... Ariel Hawani's reporting that some glass hit uh, Ray Borg's eye as well. So he's getting checked out at the local hospital. So this can affect this can potentially have effects on four different fights because Rose being in the bus got shooken up apparently and she didn't like she was questioning whether she was gonna fight or not. Apparently she's still on. Yeah. Kiesa's still fighting. Chiesa's still fighting. Artem's off. So the, so that one's off. Yeah, Artem and that fight got scrapped. Yeah, so this had the potential of affecting four fights on a major card, which is kind of fucked up. And Dana seemed he seemed pretty pissed. He's fucking furious, man. Yeah, and, and, and rightfully first, so. Was, yeah, there was reports of a warrant. Yeah, that, for, but I haven't seen that confirmed. No, there was the the. the they just they want to talk, talk to him. him. Yeah, I don't think his plane's allowed to leave though. They want to talk to him before his plane leaves. Because he. He flew in private or something. You yeah, know, he threw, of course fuck. he did. He flew a private jet in. Mm-hmm. So, Connor and Artem kind of, Artem, Artem's part of it just because he's knocking over, like, big-ass metal cylinders, and he's kind of part of the mob. So he Oh, gets yeah, he's he was involved in it, and so he's yeah. gone. And I don't know who the, there's, like, a big, 
lanky tall dude that keeps trying to grab shit yeah and throw it but i have no idea who he is and at the end i i it some guy attacks him some shorter guy i'm not sure if it's uh maybe an owner of the bus company of some or some security of sorts but tries to attack the long lanky guy or, or one of mcgregor's security because you know they they won't stop like they won't stop it well no one's really start, trying to stop them well, yeah, they are, I guess. But, like, no policemen or actual security security. And um, it's in retaliation, definitely, to what Khabib did to Artem. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that that was that sparked it off. It, what, their response to it was completely, completely out of control. Like, Connor, Connor's definitely lost his fucking mind. For who, though? For, like, society? Like out of control because here, here's what i think connor we all heard about connor and the irish mafia and shit like that yeah he's in, he's involved in all that shit connor's a fucking gangster ass motherfucker yeah you do not fuck with people like that no and khabib and, and, khabib is exactly the same way but guess where from like russia, russia my yeah so it's irish mob versus fucking russian mob mentalities and these motherfuckers are gangsters as fuck, dude. Yeah. You don't fuck with either of them. Like, they're going to retaliate no matter what. I'm not saying it's right, but in their world, it's tit for tat. You come at me, I'm coming at you. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's done. I mean, you're, you're talking to an Irishman, brother. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm an Irish American, yeah. but goddammit, that, that, that Irish blood still flows through me. Revenge mm-hmm. is my favorite game. Hey, hey, brother. <laughs> I got that Latino. (laughs) (laughs) But not, dude. Like, you don't. These motherfuckers, they're setting up a a crazy ass fight. That I'm kind of. Yeah, that I'm kind of. So, look, I hate it in. I hate it in UFC, but I think I have to embrace it. And I think I just have to go with it, brother. It's the WWE <laughs> infiltrating the UFC. No, it's just too. It's too fucking real because this isn't scripted. People are getting hurt. Fights are getting canceled. This isn't. Yeah, this is real motherfucking life. Yeah, this isn't Kevin Nash throwing Rey Mysterio into a, a <laughs> trailer a production trailer like a dart. Like this isn't the NWO attacking everyone backstage with chairs and shit like that. This is real life. <laughs> like this is literally what was going on. In the WCW NWO wars, but this is real life, and it's Conor McGregor invading the UFC. They they've given Conor so much power that he's the NWO now, and he's taken he's taken over. <laughs> like not literally, but like look at the shit he's doing. He's attacking vans backstage and trying to get at other talent. It's hilarious. This is this is exactly what the NWO was doing. He's taking a page right out of NWO's book. So that's why I'm conflicted. Because I don't want to see it in the in the UFC, because it's real life, but it's totally acceptable in the WWE. This this would be a great storyline if it was in the WWE. Of course it would be. Vince would be eating this shit up. Dana's fucking, Dana's fucking going ape shit. Oh, dude, it's my it's my. I think of uh, you know, when uh, George was explaining his life and his girlfriend and. His regular life meeting his girlfriend and then worlds colliding. What's happening? Worlds are colliding. 
the WWE and the and the UFC are colliding, and they're they're all like more UFC guys are jump or more MMA guys are jumping to WWE, and more WWE guys are trying to get to the UFC. It's official: CM Punk versus Michael Jackson UFC 225 in Chicago, brother. It's official. I saw it right now. I just retweeted it. I, let me check my sources real quick. Um, let's see. I think it was, yeah, it's uh, UFC Fox Sports. CM Punk is headed back to the octagon at UFC 225 to fight Mike Jackson. Nice. That's what's up. Yeah, so I get to see the cult of personality back at it. But, yeah, like I said, there's a lot more crossover these days. And I guess I just should accept it or not because – I They're going to arrest Conor McGregor, so you shouldn't accept this. Are they going to arrest him? Are they going to arrest him, or is he just going to get sued? Which he's going to get sued. Yeah, something's going to Something needs I, to be oh, honest. There's no it, doubt he's going to get sued, bro. He's got lawsuits coming. Don't you think he should be suspended? Probably. Are they going to do it? Who the fuck knows? Like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. I mean, obviously, he's already going to get stripped tomorrow, so he's not going to be the champion. Yeah. So, or not tomorrow, but Saturday. Wish it was Friday. I'd be done with work. Nah, because it would be 8.38 Friday already. I would have killed my whole Friday, brother. Hey, it would be 9.38 Friday, but I'd be happy because I won't have a job that I hate. Yeah, I guess. Just trying to get through the day, brother. Just give me one. Just give me one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man. This it's it's all really fucky. Yeah, it's all like crazy shit. I rather avoid that. I rather just sit down and be like, and watch it on WWE, right? Where they can spoon feed it to me, where it's drama written down. Like, I don't want to see someone get hurt. I don't want to see fights get canceled because this guy's cutting up people with glass, or potentially someone's so shaken up because, hey, guess what? People are killing each other. Every day now with man shoot people in the bus like Rose, I bet she didn't know what the fuck was going on, dude. Like she's just a sweet girl. Yeah, she's a fighter and she's a badass and shit. But when you hear all the shit that's going on with gun control and all of the fucking domestic terrorism that we have, why wouldn't they focus in on a high celebrity spot now? Why wouldn't they do something like this? And then being in the truck and not knowing what the hell's going on. And what if they did, like, what if these guys are extreme enough to where they did something to Khabib, where they pulled out guns or something with all these fighters being in the fucking, in the, in the van? Like, the, like I said, I'd rather it just be spoon-fed to me where I know no one's going to die in WWE than seeing it come into fruition in MMA where someone's going to get, like, people, they're already getting hurt in the octagon. That's already enough for me. All right? I'm good enough with that. I don't. I do not need to see them come into physical altercations outside of the octagon with objects in vehicles with glass. I do not need to see that shit. Right. So that's why I'm at. Like that's why I'm at ends with it. Like I, I do not need to see it. Like I rather not see it. I don't want to see it. For, yeah, I got WWE for that shit. Right. I just want to see fights. I don't need all this extra bullshit, exactly, man. dude. I don't like, need all this it, extra It's funny. Bullshit. I was thinking about it. I, I, yeah, I have my favorite fighters and everything like that, but I do not. I don't care who wins. I'll choose a fight, but I just want to see them fight. Like, it's like when I, I would understand people. Like, I'm like, how can you root for those two different teams? You're like, how can you root for both of them? 
now I understand. Like, cause I could, I can watch a fight and be like, I just want to see a good fight. Right. Like Khabib and Tony, I just wanted to see them fight. I did too. I wanted to see that fight as well. And I understand, you know, why Dana right now is saying I'll never book that fight again. Cause four times I've tried to fucking book it and some shit happens. The MMA gods don't fucking don't want it, bro. No. And that's fine. Whatever. But herein lies the fucking huge problem is that with Tony supposedly keeping his fucking belt, now you're going to have to make that fucking fight. Now you put yourself into a corner where you don't have a choice but to make that fight. Well, well see, again, I, I he said this before all this happened, Jeff. I think with all this happening, that fight, that, that door got kicked wide open again. Because if Connor has a potential of getting suspended... Khabib wins the title tomorrow. Suspended you for know, how I, long, though? They're going to yeah, give him a six-month yeah. suspension? Yeah. Okay. I don't, yeah, I don't know how long. But they're not going to want to keep Khabib, Khabib on the shelf that long. That Tony's – who's going to be Tony? Like, I, I don't see anyone well, up and Tony's got to have Tony. surgery, bro. So how long yeah. is he looking at being out? I, I, I still think he comes back strong, though. Yeah, but how long? Yeah, I don't know. So that's the other stupid thing. So you're going to put the title on the guy that's about to go lay down on the fucking surgeon's table? Mm. I didn't even think about that one. Just with everything going on, I didn't even think about Tony's fucking surgery. Like with all the stupid shit that's been happening and all the fucking... Here you go. So... It is it is April. Habib is about to fight. Ramadan starts in May and goes until June. So Habib's not going to be training. He's not going to be doing any of that shit during Ramadan. You're going to suspend Connor for a few months. Habib comes back. I mean, it, it, it sets itself up for the fucking fight in Russia in September. Doesn't Connor deserve a little bit more of a suspension, though, than six months? I mean, yes, the but thing, but I the think thing they, is, the thing is, though, is like it's unprecedented. It's unprecedented of when of of something like this happening. So, what kind of he didn't he didn't violate a, a, a or he didn't test positive for any drugs. So it's not like you have. The precedent of something. So, how long do you suspend somebody? Like, are you going to suspend him for a year? You're to already. Me, to me, I think you have to do it now, before he does something so out of control where someone gets hurt. He's already getting sued for throwing a can and hitting someone at a press conference. So, he he kind of has a history of this stemming behavior where he kind of gets out of control and he'll do erratic stuff. And and, and guess what? It might be the. The booger sugar he's doing, aka the co- cocaina. It very well could be. He's, I mean, because he's he's out of control for sure. But again, I, I think you could. I think he's gotten so much power that right now, if the UFC or the or MMA commissions want to do something about it, because he has so much power, I think right now is the time to do it. Because if you don't do it now. He knows he's untouchable, like a hundred percent untouchable. He already the commissions can't touch him. He already knows he's untouchable. He fucking <clears throat> he threatened to fucking never fight in Vegas again, and they were like, "All right, we'll uh, 
we'll we'll make your fine smaller. Why? Because he generates fucking money. (laughs) And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's all business, bro. Yeah, it is all business. To me, to me, if you you strip them, suspend them for a year, a little bit more, and you have Khabib, the official one fifty five pound champion, and he struts around the cock of the walk. It's going to piss Connor off. He's going to want to come back. Sure, it's going to piss Connor off, but can you afford losing Connor for another year and a half in your business plan? Can you afford him putting four fights at Jeopardy a card or like a, at big cards like that? Like, this is a huge card. He's going to want to show up to big cards. What about next time? He's going to be like, oh, I need to be in the news again. I'm going to go fuck this guy. But he up. hasn't shown up at a card that his teammate wasn't involved in. Yeah, that's true. And this, I mean... This is stemming from the fucking from Habib's team starting the shit, and it's Look, not brother. the right reaction. It's not the right reaction, but it's a reaction. It's yeah, not. I, I'm just pissed because there's a potential that they're gonna discontinue the spicy chicken sandwich for Burger King, and I love that shit, brother. I just went and had one tonight. Ah, dude, you know, so Burger King wants to hit up Average Joe's MMA podcast with a sponsorship. <laughs> I can attest that that shit is fucking delicious. So can I. Yeah, it, you know, if you're hungry, go have two of them. Two Save for one for later if you can. If two, you can have two. Two for six. Yeah, two for six, brother. Take you know, take advantage of that. But I mean, for real though, can you? If you're the UFC, can you afford another year and a half where you're where you've already had a, a shit 2017 because Conor McGregor. John Jones, like Ronda Rout, like all these people didn't set foot in your octagon. Well, John did, but <clears throat> you know, be out more than two years, so right. we won't see him. For so, a while. so can you really afford to to not have Connor fight for a year and a half? They're not gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna fire him. <laughs> how How long are we gonna say that? Before we before Connor retires, like the UFC is going to have to come up with a, a plan B and not just have Connor well, as th- the only. I think they're working on it. I think they're working on that, but it takes time to build stars. You can't just build somebody overnight. I but, think for people like they're... me and you that like have an eye on the sport and like people that listen to the show and watch the the fights all the time, I think they see the stars coming up, but I don't think it's fast enough for the mainstream to. To be as attentive well, as we are, I agree. But what? But like I'm saying though is, is that they realize they have to do this, and they're trying. They're pushing people more reasonably, but still pushing them faster than they had, or you know, more than they have been. Sean O'Malley is a great example of that. <clears throat> Just being on the third fight from the main event in the pay per view, like yeah. they're trying to build new stars. They're having all these cards featuring new people. And yeah, the numbers aren't doing great, but they're they're at least attempting to try to get people in positions. I mean, Brian Ortega, I think, <laughs> has the potential to be a big star. You know what? Yeah. Not a big star, but another star. Like more names. Beat mega or Mega Sharapov for five, I can't even pronounce his name. That guy. Magomedov Dungeon. Sharapov. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Or Sharapov, yeah. Keep an uh, eye on that guy. I, dude, is that fight off? No, right? I hope I didn't hear that. I hope I'm making that up. No, it's not off. Him and Bochniak? 
Yeah, I no. hope that's still on. No, it's not. It was on. just Artem, right? I might be confusing Artem and that. Yeah, Artem's the only one that that's off. Okay. Uh, it was up in the air with Kiesa because he caught those lacerations, <laughs> but he's still fighting. Because so, I definitely want to see Sabit. So it's just it's just Artem Lobov who's out. Um. Yeah, and it was it was twenty people according to Dana. Yeah, so he had his whole mob with him. Yeah, oh yeah, he was mobbed up. Yeah. But one of those 20 people was fucking D. Devlin, so. All right, I guess now that we've caught up on all the bullshit leading into the card, we should probably fucking talk about the card. Yeah. One hour later. <laughs> Dude, that was a lot of bullshit, man. We could have delved like we can we could talk a lot more, but like I mean, yeah, we should have in, in it would hindsight, be a lot more opinion. Yeah, it would be a lot more opinion. Had we known had we known that this shit was gonna happen, we probably I would have definitely done the to- the Tony f- news on Tuesday. So we could have just had that out of the way and then we would just would have had to talk about today's bullshit. Yeah, dude, I'm telling well, that's why I canceled uh, Fight Companions. I'm like, you know what? Got to do it myself, brothers. You guys got shit to do. Yeah, you... Uh, I saw that uh, that message you put out in the... Uh, on the... From the Full Hill Podcast yeah. page. Yeah. Uh, Full Hill Fight Club is put on suspension. I'm suspending them. I'm the fucking leader. Everybody's. Suspended. I'm the fucking alpha. I like... I'm the omega of the full heel podcast. <laughs> what I say goes, and them motherfuckers are put on suspension till further notice. No fight companions. I might have them over the podcast, but we ain't watching fights. I don't know what we're talking about, but I'm gonna watch fights by myself, take notes, and then do a review after. Yeah, man, we got it after the bells, dude. They're already hitting. They were already hitting me up. Like, hey, are you all booked up Saturday? And I'm like, nope. And they're like, let me come through. And I'm like, I'm not doing fight campaigns anymore. And uh, he's like, well, let me come watch the fights. And I'm like, eh, nah. Like, you guys, look, I had this shit all available for us. You guys want to do what you guys want to do and dilly-dally and only come to fight fucking cards when you guys want to fucking come to fight cards. And I get it. Some of you guys are busy, but some of you guys are just dicks. So, I'm throwing out the baby with the bathwater or whatever that fucking bullshit expression is. You nailed it. You're throwing out the baby with the bathwater. Yep. I'm throwing it all out. I'm just going to do fucking reviews afterward, <coughs> either by myself or with you, preferably with, with Jeff. But, <laughs> Let's do Do We should dual yeah. cast it, though. No, but like, like you have uh, band shit sometimes. So. Well, yeah. And if I, I, if and I, I can't... know Saturday, like, Saturdays are prime for that. So, I understand the rewrites. But some of these guys were just, they were doing it the whole time, and then they got a girlfriend, and then they're just like, fuck it, I'm going to do Four Hill Podcasts when when I want to. So they started making me plan number two. They started making me plan B. Rule number one, don't be nobody's number two. So he's like, let me come over. And I'm like, nah, fuck that shit, dude. I'm just going to do me. So um, Fight Companions will come back. Just not. I'm just going to take a little break from them. Um, but I'm just not going to invite everyone anymore. I'm just going to invite a couple guys, the guys that I know that'll come through when they're free. For sure. No, I don't like, we don't, we don't play that often. 
on the weekends. Like I got some shit lined up in the summer, but <clears throat> um, and it's funny because like they actually, they see they see how like they see how they fucked up afterwards. The guys that that took it for granted, they seen I had the chill spot. Like I was, I never said no. Like you guys can come and chill. We'll always podcast. If not, we can just watch fights and chill. They knew they had the spot, and now they're realizing they fucked it up. Once they break up with their girlfriends and they have more free time, and they don't got shit to do. Guess what? I don't need someone like that. I don't need to rely on anybody. That's I don't right. need a number two. I got me. I'll fucking play video games and get high as shit right now. I, I can go out and find somebody. I'd rather fucking do me. Right. And like some, a lot of a lot of people are codependent. It's not me. Yeah, not me. I realized that. I realized I'd rather fucking just chill than me alone. I could chill with people. Don't get me wrong. I could chill for a while. Right. But I value my alone time, and I've said it a lot. I value my alone time, and people don't value their alone time. They want to be around people all the time. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. I don't. Know, maybe that's just me. I don't know. Ah, I'm. I, I like my alone time too. <laughs> Every so often, I get the urge to go out. And, and it's not like I'm awkward and. Like social situations, nah, I went to. Me either. I went to college, and I I had to be around people the whole time. I had to hold conversations, you know, all that stupid shit. Actually, we just did an episode on Talk Is Heal where Quazo brought his cousin over, one of his female cousins, and we were talking about like the Me Too thing and all that shit. So it was good to get like a female's perspective. But we had a good conversation. There was like four of us here, so nice. We had a good conversation. It was interesting. So check out Talk Is Deep. On SoundCloud as well. It's my it's my boy Quadjo. <laughs> what up, Quadjo? Quadjo needs to come over. I want to be. He should come over and chill all on like at least one of the nights before maybe before the fights or something. Yeah, I, I'll see if he comes over. I love Quadjo, but you know I'm he's not. on his shit. I I I had to I had to stop getting mad at him and you know just let him do his own shit and be like, look, just let me know when I'm free and you need the studio and we can record and. Then, you can do what you got to do. Because, you know, sometimes you give advice and people get mad and, you you know, I'm just, you know, I'll keep my mouth shut. They, they take it as criticism sometimes. Right. So I'd rather just, you know, let them do them. They want to come over and podcast, you know, they can come over and podcast. If they want to come over and do their show, they can come over and do their show. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Just, just, just give me warning. Just give me a little bit of warning. That's all I ask for. But. Yeah. Check out Talk is Deep. We did a badass episode. For sure. Yeah, we should, uh, Saturday, we, uh, we should dual cast. Like, yeah. We'll do. Swapcast. Yeah, swapcast. I was, I was thinking of how that was going to go. Who's going to take over that one? I'm uh, taking the reins, Jeff. <laughs> I mean, I can, I obviously got the audio side <laughs> for ours. Oh well, I I just have to hit record. Yeah, so then that's just yeah. That's just uh, I'm doing. I'm, we're going live too. I don't know. Yeah. If I told you. No, I figured my, you got yeah, it. My side, we're going to be live, and I'm going to have the recording too. Yeah. So then, perfect. So they're just fucking swap casting. Yeah. Um, I just set up the other camera that way you could see me this time. Yeah, I was going to say. So yeah, I'll be able to see you. So I'm not just staring at myself awkwardly. No, I'll I'll just set up both cameras now. I'm him pointing the same that's, way. That way, yeah, one's yeah. recording and one's you could nice. look at me the other one. Nice, and then it'll work. It'll work. Will it work with the three of us though? With because Ryan's gonna be coming on for he's gonna be coming on my Skype for after the bell. 
Well, yeah, no, it'll work. Yeah. Okay. I just have to add him into my yeah, record to OBS. Just, okay. Yeah, I just have to make a square for him or something. Put okay. him in one of the screens. Okay. Cool. I'll tell him to dress pretty. Don't yeah. don't look like fucking Mr. Leahy. <laughs> oh my god that mustache i can't wait i do i do that sometimes i haven't done it recently but i used to do it all the time in like high school and shit not me man i can't rock just a mustache no nah sometimes i just don't even rock the mustache i'll get rid of it i can but i look like my dad so i don't do it because my dad only has a mustache like he he only leaves a mustache right now he has a goatee it's weird because me and my brother like always have full beards and i don't know if he's doing it just because we have beards but <laughs> See, got like a goatee. I, does it. I wouldn't grow a beard for the longest time because I was like, I look like my dad. Mm. They and, wouldn't allow me to. I worked in a lot of restaurants where it was like no beard. Yeah, I had yeah. to get rid of mine for a while, and then I started kind of just like doing it. And then I started just keeping it short when I stopped cooking and started just delivering, making fucking bank, delivering food to rich people. And then uh, I started letting it go, and I started growing it fucking long as shit. Yeah, I used to have a fucking super long beard. And then I cut yeah, it off I, for I a let girl. it go for a year. Like I let it go for a whole year, and then that was a long. Like, that was like right after I got out of the food industry and I got into the factory. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just let my beard grow. And yeah, just let it go. Bought the oils and shit, and like the brush and the yeah. comb, and I love my. I'd let mine go for like two years, but I would go get it shaped up. Like I would get like, get it all trimmed up a little bit on the sides and stuff and like get just a little bit off the bottom, get the dead ends and stuff. So it would start growing again. And yeah. it was like, it was like down to here. Damn. Like the middle of my chest, bro. The thing was fucking long as shit. I mean, it's pretty long now. That's only been a couple of months. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have I haven't gotten my I I just been trimming mine. I think I think I need a trim right now. It's not even that long, but eh, it gets annoying. Yeah, it gets annoying. Like it's either I'm gonna let it all grow out so it hides the under patch, or I'm gonna keep it clean and keep shaving the under patch, like keep lining it up, keep lining it up every fucking week. Right. I just let mine go. Yeah, but like if you have a long beard, you could just do it every so often and just. Forget about it for like three weeks and be like, oh, I guess I'll get rid of it now. Shit. I just forget about it for several months until I go back and get it trimmed again. Mm-hmm. It all it's it's all just whatever, dude. I just let it go. I brush the shit out of it, obviously, and keep it nice, but Yeah. I got a good beard. I've worked hard on it. This I'm is... not gonna lie, people like compliment people like complimenting it and I like the compliments and shit, but I do too. I love I'm it done. when somebody I tells me I have a nice beard. Unfortunately, yeah. it's usually guys. It's not. Yeah, it's, that's it's... the one bad part. I've gotten it from some chicks, and they're like, hey, can I touch your beard? And I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah, I've gotten that, too. Yeah. For sure. Oh, God. No. I got something else for you. Uh, hey. This has been the Beard Break, brought to you by the yeah. Average Joe's MMA Show. Now back yeah. to UFC 223. Yeah, we didn't even, we didn't even <laughs> touch the card. So, Tony, Tony blew his knee out. Max Holloway steps in on six days' notice, having to drop 26 pounds. Pretty fucking ballsy of him. I respect it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Max wants that money fight with fucking Connor, <sighs> so. I, I love Max Holloway, and I do I'm too. rooting for him. I'm rooting, and, uh, I'm rooting for him to win because I want to see. 
I want to see it play out where he becomes the champ champ and then Connor is forced to fucking fight somebody. Well, I think he's going to be I think Connor's card is going to have to be pulled no matter what just because if Khabib wins, he has to do it. If Hollow if Holloway wins, again, he has to do it because then Holloway be like, "I'm the champ champ, bitch. You're not even fighting no more. Say whatever you want to say. I have both of the belts right now." I agree. So I want. I'm, I mean, I'm still rooting for Habib. I I like Max a lot. I really do. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I just don't see it happening for Max. I think he's gonna get controlled. Yeah, that's the thing. He's got really great takedown defense. I'll give him that. Yeah, that's the thing though. That that's the thing. He hasn't been taken down in a while. But eventually, he's gonna get taken down. Yeah, but that everyone says that until Khabib gets in there. Exactly. That's just. <laughs> Fucking bears them. Fucking mauls them. See, that's why you need video, but you don't have video, bro. I'm working on it, man. I'm waiting on my. Listen. They would have caught. They would have caught that. Who knows if I'll ever do that again? Now, now, look. Now you're making fun of somebody who's poor and unemployed. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry, bro. Sorry. Don't rub it in. All right. That's why people should subscribe. Give us a five star reviews on the average shows MMA show so we can blow up and Jeff doesn't have to fucking get a regular job. But that way he doesn't have to get a job. Just, just donate. Donate some money. Yeah. <laughs> Send to Jeff Shanahan, courtesy of the average Joe's MMA show. Shouldn't you just start a Patreon? I don't Maybe. <laughs> just send me money. <laughs> MC, I need money. See, I need money. <laughs> We're booking for shows. Hey, guys out there, if you guys got some bars, Jeff's looking to do a show. Fuck yeah. That's what I'm, I'm going to try to fucking talk to the fucking Frankie and them boys while I'm down there. <laughs> well, Frankie and Toucan are definitely going to the show with us. They have tickets. And you got tic- you got a fucking hotel. I did. I got my hotel today. <laughs> you, tell me, you tell me it's a hooker hotel. <laughs> I'm... I'm <coughs> so you get, you're getting hookers i don't know you told me it was a hooker hotel <coughs> i'm just saying all you got to do is look out the window and yo, i'm pretty sure you're gonna find hookers well i'm not looking for hookers but i'm just looking i was just looking to not pay 200 and some dollars a night to stay in fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd called so many hotels that quoted me over $200 a night. I was about to tell you, look, man, you're going to have to share your bed. <laughs> <laughs> I would kidding. just slept on the floor then. I'd have started looking at Airbnb. <laughs> Dude, I miss my bed so much. I want to go sleep on it. Like, I, I said it right. I twisted, I, well, I didn't twist my back. My back tightened up. I miss my bed because I sleep face down, and I've been having to sleep like on my back to straighten it out, and I haven't been able to fucking turn and it sucks. I haven't been able to get a good night's rest. Nah, but my back's bad. been get better. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's a trade-off. A trade-off. But yeah, you got a hooker hotel. But like, it, it's, <laughs> it's it's only to sleep. So, we, so you, you'll get here Friday, and then we can. Well, we can see what we can do. I'll probably I, I can go pick you up. I get out at two thirty. <laughs> you'll be here. I don't know what time. I don't know but. either. It depends on if I have a job or not. <laughs> mm. If I'm working by then, whenever I get out of work. Yeah. If I'm not working by then. But we have Friday when you get here to chill, and then Saturday 
if I work, I get out of 10. So cool. And that's if I were, that's if there's overtime and there probably, probably won't be depending. Like I've been, I've been working a lot of overtime right now. So I work five during the week and five on the weekend on Saturday, but Saturday has been on and off just because like, again, I've been working during the week a bunch. Right. But that's going to be awesome. Dude. You're going to come down. We're going to be able to smoke, do a full heel podcast episode where we can talk about whatever the fuck we want. Hell yeah. We got to definitely, we should fucking like watch a WrestleMania or something. Yeah, we could watch something before, talk about <clears throat> something like that. Yeah, yeah. So but I got the studio, brother. Fuck yeah, dude! I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, I got complimented in my studio by the chick that visited or that did the podcast for Quadril. So she's oh, like, nice. very professional. I'm like, it's a bunch of fucking wrestling toys and Marvel, <laughs> but like the gear, I guess, like the mics and the desk. Well, yeah. you'll see. You'll see, brother. 23 days. 23 days, brother. Yeah. I'm excited. So you uh you got Khabib? What do you what do you think? <sighs> Fuck, man. 6 days, 26 pounds and going in against a mauler. I mean, it's it's yeah. possibly to be done. I mean, you know, Bisbin got my off heart, the couch and my, fucking yeah, knocked my heart out says Luke Halloway, but my heart my head says Khabib. And to be fair, I've always had a feud, and and it's nothing against Khabib. It's just my friend picked Khabib to be like the greatest at 155 at that one time, and I had Pettis at that one time coming in for the WEC, and then Pettis eventually became champion, and so I, it was always a like, haha, see, I told you Pettis was gonna be champ, but if Khabib would have faced fucking Pettis, Khabib would have killed him. Oh my God, he would have fucking murdered him. Yeah, Khabib's. Complete strengths are everything that fucking <laughs> Pettis sucks at. Yeah. I wonder what, like, is it a matter of they just figured out Pettis, which he is on this card, but, like, did they just figure out Pettis? Because I know Guida did, but then, like, he, he had a slight comeback where he was hurting guys before they figured him out. But it seems to, like, they're just nullifying that completely. They completely. Well, yeah, everybody's figured out. You just got to take Anthony to the ground, and he's fucked. If you let him fucking stay on his feet and box you up, he's going to beat you up. But if you can withstand some shit to set up a takedown and get him to the ground, he's screwed. Yeah. But I think Khabib takes it. Oh, yeah. I think he mauls out Max by the third, fourth maximum. Unless he's going to just try to to take him out. We're going to get Cormier versus fucking uh, Silva. what What if Halloway fucking... Can somehow avoid it and just clipping him with his length, just clipping him he's one gonna, twos. He's gonna have to do it early. Well, I mean, because I don't think he's gonna knock out Khabib. But I, what if he just clips him? He's just hitting him, hitting him, hitting him. And then round two, you, you see Khabib start coming out a little bit slower. And if Max, if Max could somehow stay on his back pedal and use his length and use his boxing, which isn't his style, like he comes forward and he comes in your face. And he's, and he likes Max likes to throw kicks. Yeah, but who did Habib fight last? Barboza. And what did Habib do as Barboza was trying to kick him in the face? Yeah, walk right fucking through it like a goddamn Terminator. Yeah, and Max kicks. I don't think nearly as hard as Edson Barboza. He's got some good kicks and he's got he's dangerous with them, but 
I don't know, man. Six days. If if Max had a full training camp, I think we would complete. I, I don't think it would be a different, completely different story, but it would be more of a different story. Yeah. I don't think. See, I don't think is, I would. I wouldn't be counting Max out as much. I like he, I said. Sorry, go Max, ahead. Yeah, yeah. That that that's really a Vax factor. Like he's coming off an injury in six days, but like. And he's got to lose twenty six pounds. Yeah, it would be the implementation of style because he's so skilled. Like we we saw that with Verdum and uh, and Velasquez and Kane. Everyone wants to attribute it to the <laughs> to the um, to how the altitude. I don't think it was a hundred percent that. If you go back and look at it, in the clinch, Verdum had Kane in some weird like neckties, some weird Muay Thai like neckties. Where it's gonna tire him out, and he was cutting off a lot of this guy's breathing, especially when, you're in, especially when you're the, at that altitude and you're fucking with a guy's rhythm of breathing, and a guy like Kane that has it down to where like he knows how to time his breathing, you know, in and out. When you're fucking that up, when you're cutting off his fucking the blood to his brain, and you're forcing him to move out of situations, he was fucking with his breathing and fucking up his heart rate. So it would be the implementation of how. Halloway would be able to implement his style on Habib, but he doesn't have that like clinch heavy. Well, maybe I don't know if he could like do like clinch heavy against Habib. Do you want to get into the clinch with Habib? Do you do you want to get into the clinch with? See, like Ortega would have been uh, like Ortega. <laughs> Habib would have been like <coughs> Doom Kane two I don't think Max's jits is at that level to where we're going to see him be able to submit Habib. Fuck no. I mean, Ortega is a fucking super prodigy black belt with the goddamn Gracies. Max has got pretty good jits, but I don't think it's better than Habib Sambo and jit and submission defense. The thing is, so Max Max actually is not I mean he's only taller by an inch but Habib's got an inch on him in reach. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, I know right. And Max mm-hmm. has got 2 inches in leg reach on him. So Habib's actually got the longer arms. I don't and Habib's more natural at this weight than what Max is. Do you want that big fucking strong guy? in on your body in the clinch. Like, it's not like you're going to be able to control position. And that just gets your legs closer to his body to be able to try to go in and grab it and take you down. Unless, unless Holloway can get him into like a tie clinch and start trying to throw tie knees. Sure. But getting into a clinch against the cage, that's not where you want to go with Habib. Not for him. Because I don't think he can control the clinch position. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All all Habib, close. Habib Sambo wrestling is something else. That's what I mean. All close quarter fucking combat shit. That's that's Habib's world. Mm-hmm. Because if he can't double leg and fucking single leg you, he and use the leverage he uses a sweep. He takes away your base. Like it, like it's all right. I can't use my leverage and my technique. All right, I'm gonna take away your base and use this technique to knock you down. Then, and like the, where where some wrestlers don't 
utilize that. They utilize only the takedown, the single leg, double leg. And they don't utilize that drag down sweep that Habib will do. A lot of guys, that's not, it wasn't their style in college. So the mm-hmm. takedowns coming off of the, the ties and the clinches, like that's not where they're comfortable. And it's so effective with Habib <laughs> because there's not a lot of people that are teaching how to defend that shit. No. So. No, I think, I think Habib drags him into the water. You know, he might not get him in the, down in the first round, but eventually he's going to drag Max to the ground <coughs> and he's going to just ground and pound on him and eventually finish him. But this, Matt, this, I mean, he could take him all five rounds. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's not going to be super easy. Max is going to put up a fight. He's going to tag, yeah. he's going to tag a Beeb. Beeb's going to get a talented hit. fighter. Yeah. He is a very talented fighter, and he's. I I respect the shit out of Max Holloway. I just think on this short of notice, it's not it's not his yeah. fight. But you yeah. know, hey, I said the same thing about Michael Bisbing, and I just mm-hmm. said I hope he knocks him out because I don't like Luke Rockhold. I bet Luke Rockhold, and I lost money in that fight. I should have won like seven hundred, six hundred bucks, and I lost money in that fight. But yeah, I'm, I would I would put my money on Habib. Yep, I would too. Well, I actually, if you're betting and you go for the under, you would probably go for Max. Yeah, Max, because if he wins, you're making money. Right. You're not going to make probably much off of Beeb. Uh, Rose Namajunas is taking on Joanna Jerchek. Rose, the champion. It's weird to say. It's, it's weird to see the, the Joanna without a belt. Yeah. Thug, Thug Rose, Thug Rose, Thug Rose. Thug Rose. I uh, hey, I, I'll say right now, if, if if you recognize the intro music, you know where I'm leaning in this fight. So, because I played Thug's rock walkout music, so I got. I think Thug's gonna take this one again. Fuck, man, because we didn't get a big sample sizing of these two. Like, we didn't even, she knocked her out so fast, we didn't even get to see what Rose would be like on the floor and her grappling, which is what is her go-to. Oh, I think she'd be fine. Yeah, no, and I I, I would like to see what happens there. And I think we're going to see what happens there this fight. I don't think she's going to beat. Joanna that easily in this fight oh, or beat her at all. I, this might even go into a trilogy, in my opinion. It could. It I, definitely has the possibilities. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely. Joanna, I think she's had a good weight cut according to everything, so she doesn't have that to try to throw around to say the reason why the fight went the other way last time. But I don't know, man. I like both of them, but I do. I'm I love go with Joanna. And I was scared for I was scared for Thug for this last fight because I thought Joanna was going to beat the crap out of her, but Thug yeah. Thug didn't let the mental games get into her head. Yeah, dude, she's a beast. Dude. And, and I, I think, love Pat Barry, I love Thug, but I think I'm going to go with Joanna. This I fight. think that's what I think that's what happens to a ninety ninety nine percent of the fighters that she fights is she breaks them mentally before they ever even get in the cage with her, and then she can implement her game plan because she's won that psychological warfare with you. Yeah, she can't. She didn't do that to to Rose, and it's. I don't think it's going to happen this time. And Rose did 
didn't let her walk walk her down in the ring. She's like, "You're gonna try to walk me down?" Nope. Boom. Left hook. Right. Like this. I'm walking you. I'm walking through you. You're not walking through me. And like, I mean, Trevor Whitman's not gonna ease up. You know what I mean? As a coach, he's not gonna let her let her rest on her laurels. Yeah. Not like what I think they did with Joanna. Mm-hmm. But does I'm Joanna sure. come? Does she come back with the fire? Because I'm sure. It, it, I'm sure she's focused. At least I hope she is. Yeah. But could this be another Ronda Rousey situation? Like, not not that. I I don't think so. Not not skill wise, because obviously Ronda didn't evolve as a fighter. But I mean, mentally, you mean mentally broken? Yeah. Although Joanna, you know, I mean, that was her first loss in her career as well. I just think it's going to be awesome because I think these girls are going to put on a war, and whichever way it goes, if Rose defends, her star grows even more, and I think even if Joanna wins, her star grows even more. Whoever wins this fight, I think is going to gain a lot of popularity. Not only if and they put on a war, but I think these two are going to put on a a five-round war. You think there's a knockout? Nah. But I think I think Rose wins by decision. I mean, she could knock her out again. What if she does knock her out again? Yeah. She could. She did it once already. But I think if it goes to the ground, I definitely give the advantage to Rose. Oh, yeah, 100%. <clears throat> so... We shall see. But yeah, I got I, I would I'm betting on Rose. Hanato Moicano is taking on Calvin Cater. Oh Moicano coming off of fights again. He lost against Ortega. Ortega, yeah. Submission in the third round. See but Ortega to, in my opinion, Ortega was losing that fight. I, and then he caught him in the last like the last Half of the last, or the last half of the last round. Yep. Oh yeah, when he caught him with a sub, I agree. I one hundred percent. It's it's it is not your just your opinion, sir. I think it was very factual. Brian Ortega was getting pieced up by by Moicano and mm-hmm. and was get, got taken down twice. So yeah. And against Jeremy Stevens, he implemented a very smart game plan where he was uh, using the outside and uh, escaping very well and not let. Not letting Steven sit down on his punches and get comfortable in the pocket. He was hitting him and getting out of there. Steven wanted more exchanges, but Moikana knew what to do and outpointed him. And uh, Calvin Cater coming off of wins over Andre Touchy Feely and a knockout win of Shane Burgos. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, we've seen Cater not Shit. too long ago. No, it was back in January at 2.20. Okay. Yeah, Shane Burgos, he he was dominating the fight, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 85 to 89 striking in favor of Burgos. Okay. So I don't know about dominating, but winning. But mm-hmm. he's getting the better of the striking exchanges. Okay, now I remember Burgos. You know what? It was a really good fight, and then he put him out. I think you're right. He wasn't dominating. I'm leaning no, towards. I remember, I remember Burgos. I'm leaning towards Moicano. 
You like Moicano? I like um I like Cater. I like Cater. I'm going with Cater. Cater? Cater? Cater, Qatar, Cater. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Cater, but I like Cal- I like Calvin, but I don't know. I think Moicano's been in there with some people that are a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Moicano's know. smart. He got uh, but like I said he got caught against Ortega. Yeah, he is a smart fighter. And he was it was beaten he was putting it on Brian Ortega. So I'm giving him the experience factor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've been wrong before. But I don't think I'll be wrong this time. Uh, Michael Chiesa uh, was okay and able to fight. So the fight with Pettis is still on. Taking on your boy Showtime. Oh, Anthony. They, um, I don't think this fight's going to happen. No? Um, Ariel Hawani's tweeted that's now three fights canceled as a result of this incident. He doesn't specify what fights, but... Oh, Brandon or Brandon Moreno. Fucking Ray Borg is off. Oh, because Borg, Borg got hit with glass, too. Yeah, he suffered an eye injury. Fuck. So that's one of the fights. And then Artem Loboff is another one, and I don't know what the third one is. Shit. It might be Kiesa and this one because Kiesa was pretty cut up. Yeah. Per sources, this is from Brett Akamoto. So per sources, Kiesa, Perez, and Ray Borg Moreno are both off. Kiesa's facial cuts and his weight cut was thrown off because of that. And then Borg started stated oh, yeah. that yeah, he started to experience problems with his eye. Yeah, it's on it's on MMA fighting right now too. That, P- yeah, that from Kiesa and Yeah, that happened I guess an hour ago. I didn't didn't see it because we were in the middle of recording. Yeah, we were talking. We were so we're romancing it out. Yep. So, fuck. Well, we don't have to talk about that fucking fight now. And Borg, yeah, Borg and Moreno fucking, that's 12 minutes ago. That fight, bro, is canceled. Fucking bullshit. God damn it, man. I really wanted to see fucking Borg and Moreno, so... Ally Aquinta taking on Paul Felder. This fight's a... Rescheduled from they were supposed to fight in Detroit. Al got injured. <clears throat> Paul fought. Looked good. I like a both lo- of these guys. I think this is going to be a really this, good fight. This is going to be a war, man. It's Potential war. fight of the night. Definitely. Both these guys like to scrap. Yeah. We haven't seen Paul Felder in a while. We've been seeing commentating for, for a bit, but he's back. Paul, fought, Paul fought at USC 218. Did he? Yeah. All right. He fought against Charles. I saw him. I was there. I watched him. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> no, he destroyed him, though. That's why I don't remember. He just got out. He, just, he was yeah, in mount, right? He second round KO'd him. Yeah. He beat the piss out of Charles Oliveira. But yeah. Oliveira was coming in on short notice, I think. All right, Touche. You win that one, Jeff. I'll give you that one. I, I, only, I only know because I watched it live mm-hmm. and in person. In living color. Uh, yeah, I like I like Ally Quinta as well, man. But I really like Paul Felder. Yeah, I like the 
Is he the Irish Dragon or is yeah, yeah he is the Irish he's Dragon? He's Irish Dragon. What is Joe Duffy? Uh, Irish Joe Duffy. Okay, he's just the Irish. He's, Joe he's Duffy. just Irish. Okay. I Quinta hasn't lost a fight since 2007, or I'm sorry, 2014 when he lost to Mitch Clark. They've been trying to lowball him for a while. Yeah, like he's... he hasn't let he hasn't he hasn't let up on winning. No, I mean he he didn't fight from 2015 to 2017. Yeah, that's when he took off. Homes. Yeah, when he took off to do real estate, and they came back and fucking killed Diego Sanchez. I'm gonna go with um, Ayakinta. Right. I'm gonna go with Felder. We're gonna split tonight. We're fucking split on everything, except yeah. for Habib. A lot of these fights are pretty close, except for Habib. Yeah, except for Habib Max. Uh, but the, but that one was split when it was first made though. Yeah. With Tony. Up. Oh. Nope, they haven't updated it. I just refreshed my browser to see if UFC's website updated it yet, but uh Felice Herrig taking on Carolina Kovakiewicz. Kovakiewicz number four. Herrig's number eight. Felice has looked good, and she has won, uh, what, four in a row? Yeah. Beating mm-hmm. uh, Kylan Curran, Alexa Grasso, beating the literal shit out of Justine Kish. <laughs> she shit herself. She did shit herself. And, uh, Dude, did, have I ever told the story of the Red Lion Girl? I won't get into it now, but remind me one day. To tell the story of the Red Lion Girl, it's the best. It's a college story. Okay. Should I tell it now? <laughs> <laughs> no, not now. <laughs> if we weren't almost two hours in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, we're like fucking like almost two hours into the show. So I'll say I'll say you the the Red Lion story for some other time. <laughs> Yeah, we still got the well. I guess we only got five prelim fights to go after this one. <laughs> mm, fucking Connor. Connor. Uh, Kovacavitz's last fight was a win over Jody Escobar. She had two losses in a row. Yeah, she Tough did. Losses. Tough losses. But against top contenders. She got caught by Claudia Cadelia. The submission. That Jody Escobar fight kind of went under the radar just because she didn't finish her. It wasn't really that exciting. Right. I feel like she was supposed to fight somebody else on that card originally, and then... You might be right. I'm going with Carolina. Yeah, I'm going to take Carolina. I think she, she'll she outstrike Felice. It's just on the ground she's got to worry about. Yeah, she did get choked out by Claudia. Claudia Gardella. Yes, she did. But I don't think the same happens here. Uh, I think I think Kovacavich uses her striking. Yeah. Effectively to keep the distance and pieces up on Herrig a little bit. Uh, Joe Lozon taking on Chris Grutzmeyer. 
I don't know too much about Gritzmeyer, and I, um, I always love me some Lozon fights, so I'm going with my boy Lozon. He's coming off of two losses. Uh, uh, Gritzmeyer is to Skelly and yes. Davi Ramos. Skelly and Davi Ramos has got a win Ooh. over. Oh, and both submission losses. Oh, yeah, 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 bro. Not where you want to be with Joe Lozon. Yeah, not against, not against the Warriors like fucking Lozon, submission position. Yeah, Lozon hasn't fought since. Well, I guess he fought November. Knockout loss to Clay Guida. I thought he was going to submit Clay Guida. Yeah, Joe looked not very good in that. And that he hasn't looked good though in a little. That fight with, Joe, with Stevie Ray was not a good fight either for him. Mm-hmm. He got beat up pretty bad. The Marcin Held one was a split decision. A lot of people thought he lost. Yeah. Held out, strike him, outstruck yeah. him, took him down five times, and passed him four. Yeah. But I, I always love me some Joe. So I I'm do going too. I love Joey. You know that fight with him and Jim Miller was a was a great fight. Yeah. Um, Both of them, but yeah, I got I got Joey. I got Joey Lozon. You, you. Uh, Evan Dunham's taking on Olivier uh, Olivier Auburn Mercier. O A M. O A M. The French Canadian. Hey, the DDT. Look at the look Quebec at kid. look look at what the DDT did, Ryan. You you not only took out. One fight on the card, you took out four total. Yeah. Your DDT just swept through the whole card, and it got fucking Canelo and Triple G. God damn it. The DDT, ladies and gentlemen. The Dempsey death touch. He's a gypsy. Dude, I've been tagging him everywhere, like blaming him. <laughs> With the DDT? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been, I've, been, I've done it a couple times in the, the Fight Club uh, Facebook oh, yeah. page. yeah. I've done it. it. I've done it on the Way of the Warrior page. I've done it on Eric's personal page. Like, Ryan will post something, and I'll be like, this is your fault. (laughs) He messaged me last night to tell – I mean, I already knew about it, but he messaged me last night to tell me about uh, Dillashaw and Garbrandt, and I just messaged him back, try not to ruin this one. Look what you did to UFC 223, Dempsey. You pooped in the punch bowl. (laughs) You did this. Douche, DDT. Dunham, number 14, OAM, not ranked. Dunham is coming off of a draw with Benil Dariush back in October. Uh, before that, he had four fight wins in a row against the aforementioned Joe Lozon, Rick Glenn, Ross Pearson, and Rodrigo Dam. I feel like o- OAM, he was supposed to fight, pulled out, but he's on a three fight win streak over Gaudi, Drew Delver, and Tony Martin. Should be a pretty good fight. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dunham. Yeah. I think he's a more dangerous guy. Yeah, except for on the ground. You got six submissions, bro. You better watch out. Uh, 
according to this, 82% of Mercier's wins have come by submission. But he's not a tri-star, so he's probably got good jets. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, two of his three wins were by submission. Uh, before, when he was uh, first got into the UFC, his first two wins were by submission. So he's got a lot of submissions. They're all by luck, bro. You got lucky. You know what? I'm going to change my pick. You convinced me. I'm taking OAM <laughs> by sub. Fuck it. We're splitting all night long. I'm still sticking with Evan Dunham. It's not going to the floor, brother. You go ahead. I think it is. <laughs> I changed my pick. Uh, fight past prelims. Zabit Magomed Sharapovov. Or Sharap- yeah. Sharapov. I always want to say Sharapovov because of the fucking tennis player, but it's Sharapov. Yeah. One Russian name I can pronounce. Taking on Kyle Boschniak. Is that opening up or is that? I don't know if it's opening up. I think, well, I think I think uh, Devin Clark and Mike Rodriguez is opening up. Dude, I'm super excited for Zabit. Yeah. That everyone should be watching right now that no one's going to be watching because his name. I will be. Yeah, I will be. I'll, be, I'll be enjoying his fight. I'll be watching. I think he kicks the shit out of Kyle Bo- Bochniak. I do too. I think, I think he uh, <laughs> rag kicks him to death. He's going to fucking kick his leg out. Yeah, no, but realistically, Zabit has some great kicks, some really very technical spinning techniques. He's got really, really good Muay, Muay Thai. Well, not even Muay Thai. It's more like a Taekwondo style where he kind of lunges a little bit more. And his grappling has looked very well. Savat. So, is it Savat? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I was asking you. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. But his... I'm pretty sure he knows Sambo because his... Oh, yeah. Rest, he's uh, grappling looked pretty well. He doesn't... I don't think he... Actually, he was using it. He, mix, he mixes it up very well from striking, mixing it up in that department... And then mixing it up to fucking takedowns. Oh, dude, he's he's got he averages seven takedowns a fight. He definitely uses his takedowns. Yeah, his fight IQ is ridiculous. Yeah, he's like a little fucking. He's like a little Habib. Well, I would say Habib with striking. Yeah. Like with technical striking, not just I'm gonna punch you in the face to get you down. It's uh, I'm gonna keep you at bay if I want, and then I'm gonna take you down. I'm gonna kick your legs out and then take you down if I want. Uh, his um, his skill breakdown, his summary is uh, strengths are wrestling and wushu sanda. Wushu. But he's from Dagestan, so. He trains with Frankie Edgar in that, in that whole crew. Does he really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think, uh, I think he's going to submit Bochniak. I think he's going to kick Kyle Bochniak's head into the third row. <laughs> Second first, first MMA death. <laughs> first MMA death by beheading. Uh second fight of the main event. Or some main event. Jesus Christ, I'm high. Uh <laughs> second fight of the fight pass early prelims. 
Rowdy Beck Rollins taking on the Rebel Girl Ashley Evans Smith. It's a battle of two women that I am very attracted to. Super tatted up girls. Yeah, I like super. Ashley Evans Smith is a girl that beat uh, the man that transitioned into a female that started beating up the girls. Fallon Fox. Fox? Fallon Fox. Yeah, she beat Fallon Fox. Uh. And then that's how she got to the UFC. She said she said kind of a rough run in the UFC, but yeah, she has had a rough run of it. But I like Ashley. She's uh, she, I like Ashley too. I mean, she's a, she's not a terrible fighter. Uh, no, she's not. Had a tough. Run she's of just it. had a tough run of it. But I like looking at her. She's pretty. She's pretty to me. Sorry. She's had two losses in a row. Two wins. One loss. She, I mean, but she, losing to Raquel Pennington's not bad. At all, no. Marion, you know she's got a win over Marion Renault, um, a win over Vic, Veronica Masato, losses to Catlin Vera and Sarah Mo- uh, Morris. I think she beats Beck Rollins. This is at one twenty five, right? I think there's going to be more of a natural weight cut for her. I don't think she liked it at one thirty. Was it one thirty five or one? 115, I believe. 115, yeah. But I don't think Beck... Well, it's a, it's the same thing with Beck. Beck's coming up from 115. Yeah. So she's going to be stronger. But yeah, I think, I think Ashley's probably going to get the win over this one. Beck uh, lost to Jessica Rose Clark, Tisha Torres, Paige Van Zandt. Uh, win over Sohi Hum. And... Lisa Ellis. Yeah, I think I think Ashley gets back on track. I went over the Aussie. I went over the Aussie. And, and opening up the card, Devin Clark taking on slow Mike Rodriguez. Rodriguez is from the Contender Series. Yeah, it's his first fight, right, in the UFC? Yep. I like that. I do, I really appreciate the fact that they differentiate these guys, where uh, the contender guys are kind of in black and white, but is actually their picture instead of Shadow Man for a new fighter, so that I can differentiate. Oh, this guy's from the Contender series because I wouldn't remember because I didn't watch. I've had to go back and watch. Well, I haven't had to, but I've just recently gone back and watched a lot of fights that I would have. Ultimately passed over that I've had to watch to break down fights for us. I got a lot of time coming for the next so, couple weeks. So I've been watching a lot of those, the Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. For sure. Um, Clark's coming off a loss to Jan Blahovitz. Yeah, you remember it was that weird rear naked choke? It was like from the side, yeah. standing. He really didn't have his back. He was like on the side of him and he like got his neck and put him out. Yeah, I do you remember that? No. It's kind of embarrassing. Holy shit. Slow Mike giving up a lot of weight. He's he weighs 192. He weighed in at 192? That's what his weight's listed as on here. I think it's going to be at 185 the fight, isn't it? Uh, they got Devin Clark listed at 205, so I don't know. Hmm. I wonder who's right. Sure, Doc has 185 for Devin Clark. 
and 205 for Mike Rodriguez. I don't know, bro. I don't know either. I'm going with... Um, it doesn't say... Devin Clark. Just because I've seen him fight more. John, Jan Blackowitz is a good fighter. I think it might have been a big jump for for Devin at that point. What's what's his name? Jan Blackowitz? Blackowitz? What is it? Jan? Jan? Blachowicz. Jan. Jan Blahovitz. Jan Jan. I just like Jan Blackovitz. I like that. That'd be a kick-ass name. It would be a kick-ass name. Who the fuck would want to fuck with you? Yeah, I don't know, but uh, I got Devin Clark, yeah, the brown bear. I think Devin Clark. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see what this which weight class it's at because, like, like I said, according to the UFC website, they've got Devin Clark at two hundred five and Mike Rodriguez at one ninety two. We'll see, brother. Whoa! I mean, I'm, I'm. We don't win. There's no argument. Uh, two last quick news stories before we get out of here. Uh, like I just had mentioned a few minutes ago, when talking about Ryan T.J. Dillashaw and Cody Garbrandt slated for UFC 227. Man, <laughs> so I just won tickets to this show that's happening in July. It happens to be the same day as UFC 227. I can't go to UFC 225 because I already bought tickets to a mm-hmm. concert. So Michael Chiesa is out, like we stated before, and he says he wants to run it back right away and have it June 9th. And right in his, he's saying right in Pettis' backyard, which would be right here in Chicago, which would be an awesome fight added to the... <laughs> I love you too, Jeff. I love you too. <laughs> You're number one too, bro. You know, You're number one. <laughs> you know I got nothing but love for you, but God damn it. That would be awesome if they added that fight too. That's okay because, I mean, realistically, realistically though, now, now because of my situation, I wouldn't have been able to buy a ticket anyway. Mm. I couldn't afford mm. to fucking just throw a hundred and they, some bucks. They might away. be a little bit more, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited, dude. We got the Doobie Cruise down Lakeshore a little bit. Yeah, dude. I'm stoked for that. Yeah. I'll, uh... That's all I got planned. I don't think we're going to be able to do much more, but we got to hit up Lakeshore Drive, eat Reco Benny's podcast, watch the fights. Bro, I'm... We don't... We don't have to do a ton of shit. I'm fine with that. I'm just coming down to watch fights, hang out with you, smoke weed, and eat this goddamn Reco Benny sandwich that I can't wait for. It's delicious. We might have to eat it there. We might not That's even fine. have to bring it here. That's fine. Just because we, just so you have it right then and there. We can you you I'm putting you in charge of my destiny, <laughs> sir. You give me you right. give me the Chicago experience that I've never had. <laughs> the Mexican American Chicago experience, you got it. And when I finally get you <laughs> to cross through the shithole that is Gary, Indiana. <laughs> and get up onto US 31 and make your way up north into Michigan. I will take you not only through Muskegon, because there's only, I mean, there's a fuck ton of shit to do in Muskegon in the, in the summer and it's beautiful. 
but we're going to go one day just fucking across Michigan. Like, we'll just go to, like, Lansing or fucking Detroit or something and I'll go to a dispensary and get a bunch of cool shit. Mm-hmm. Nice. I mean, obviously, it sucks. You won't be able to go inside, but I can get you mm-hmm. things. Well, just text me whatever. Just text me the names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, I wanna, a, lot of, a lot of places you can look up online, they have their menus. Uh, I started doing unboxing, so hopefully one of these days I can have one of those uh, smoke companies send me some some shit that I can unbox on my channel. That'd be cool as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool as shit. Yeah. Uh, and the other news story, Dana White says Brock Lesnar is coming back to the UFC. Brock. Lesnar. Uh, he said, I don't know when, but yes, he's coming back. Uh, the, Need it. There's several hurdles it. facing the 40-year-old Lesnar to make his comeback. His suspension. Ooh. Okay. I didn't realize his suspension was frozen when he made the decision to retire. Interesting. Yeah, apparently it was frozen when he... Say, I didn't know that. So his his, his suspension is frozen, and he's obviously going to uh, face extra drug testing scrutiny from USADA. And his status as a fighter returning from retirement and his past test failures, so... We shall see. Yeah. Why the fuck is MMA fighting got a poll underneath this story that says if Brock Lesnar returns to the UFC, who do you want to see him fight? And John Jones is on here. Blech. Stipe, John Jones, Daniel Cormier, or other. Why is John Jones' name even on that fucking shit? That don't don't do that. That's just dumb. It's just yeah. dumb. Dumb. It's all the dumb. Fucking shit. Hulk Hogan. I love that. I love that April Fool's thing that Sheik did. Where he said about Hulk, oh, yeah. about Hulk Hogan being yeah. the fucking. Hulk Hogan's the number one of all time. Is yeah. That what you yeah. April Fool's. April Fool's. Okay. So speaking of Hulk Hogan, I want to ask you something. Because I've seen some rumors. And all of a sudden Hulk Hogan's like on the apology train for the fucking. Using the N word again. You think yeah. he's coming back to the fucking Federation? Anytime soon now. Um, I think everyone was I think that news kinda came out because the HBO documentary, which I think he's gonna be featured in for Andre the Giant. The Andre one, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's why that. he's resurfacing and that's why rumors of him coming back are resurfacing, but I doubt it. I don't think UFC or WWE wants that. Right now, I think they're they're doing good right now without that whole controversy. Controversy. It's coming, brother. It's coming. I want to see him back. I don't. Fuck him. Fuck racist Hulk Hogan. (laughs) I don't want to see him wrestle at all. Like I don't think he should wrestle. But the thing is, is that he's. He still thinks he can wrestle. Yeah. People want to see him come back as commissioner, but I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Ryan Ryan messaged me while we were recording to tell me about Borg and Kiesa. Uh, and <laughs> 
I'm I'm going to live return his message right now where I said this is all your fault too. And I'm yeah. going to say look what your DDT did. And call him a gypsy. He won't even know why, but he'll listen to the episode and I don't know why. Because he's a gypsy. Ryan the gypsy. Dempsey. Do you want me to tell him you said he was a gypsy? No, no he'll figure it out. He'll listen to the episode. Oh, but if you call him a gypsy, he'll kind of wonder why, right? Like, yeah. why are you calling me a gypsy? Right. Look what your DDT did. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, we're going to do Swapcast on Saturday after the bell with uh, Ryan the Fight Killer, the, the gypsy. <coughs> so that'll be fun. Look for that. Live on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we should uh, should we call that an episode. We're at two hours and four minutes. All right. I got one more day of fucking bullshit work to go. Me too for the weekend, though. Man, I'm half tempted to go play a little Far Cry for a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play a little bit of Elder Scrolls. Maybe make a PB&J. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. All right. Any itch. final thoughts? Nah, my balls are super itchy. I don't know why, but <laughs> Man, take a shower. You always have the best quotes for the end of the show. <laughs> That's life, bro. They were. Spur of the moment. <laughs> All right. That's gonna wrap it up. Raphael's got itchy ball. <laughs> All right, for Rafael Chidez, my name is Jeff Shanahan. Ryan Dempsey kills fights. <laughs> we'll be back Saturday for After the Bell. <laughs> Thank you guys. better than a scratch. That's right. An itch is better than a scratch. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the Average Joe's MMA Show. <laughs> <laughs>